Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Today we have Maria. You okay? Thank you. <laughs> and we're going to be asking her a few questions. Maria, uh huh. Are you black? <laughs> I'm sure some time long ago, my blood in my blood, somebody was black. Somebody was black. Yeah. Okay, I'm just fucking with y'all. I just fucking with y'all. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Mental Marathon. Mental fucking marathon. What is Mental Marathon? Mental Marathon is um, a name that we both agreed on. Mm-hmm. And it's just about always knowing that life is, one, a marathon, and uh, two, a mental marathon. So it's just your mental or your mind space because we're constantly moving, we're constantly thinking about stuff, things yeah. are constantly yeah. affecting yeah. us. But it's a marathon. We have to keep going. We have to keep going. We have to keep going. And also our mind just races back and forth. Back and fucking forth. <laughs> Who's so, gonna win? Me. Who's gonna win? Me. Who's gonna win? <laughs> so this is this is us just talking, giving our opinions mm-hmm. openly and honestly. 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 So um, happy 2020. Happy 2020. I'm, I'm about a, to you know, it's a few days. This drink. Jennifer's drinking a beer. Mm-hmm, because I need one. <laughs> um, Jennifer, what were your um, thoughts oh, as you good. entered the new the new decade? Man. My God. Maria's not popping a beer. Uh, entering the new decade, I was just like, nigga, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was uh, honestly that's just <laughs> exactly what my mind went to and I was just like man like I'm just happy to see it yeah I'm just happy to be here so many people didn't make it on this make it over on yeah, to the other side true. to see uh to be blessed to see 2020 mm-hmm. so I'm just happy I made it mm-hmm. what about you well I honestly think that just seeing the digits 2020 is like big mm-hmm. because I feel like when I was little <clears throat> sorry when I was like you know younger I would think of like 2015 or 2000 and um, I don't know 2010, and I'd be like, "Yeah, wow! I can't mm-hmm. even imagine what 2020 will look like." Like yep. just even like writing down the date mm-hmm. or typing it out or looking at it, I feel like it feels like so surreal that we're in this new decade. Yeah, and we're in such a big like time in our lives. Yeah, twenties. Like, yeah, the twenties. Yeah. We are in the twenties. That's crazy. Like, thinking about it, I felt like I was a fucking part. Like, I felt like I was, like, a part of history and I needed to be in a museum because I made it through the 90s. Yeah. I made it through the early 2000s <laughs> when we was just single digits, mm-hmm. you know, 2001, 2000. Oh, my God, 2007. <sighs> 2015, and we got into the teens. Now we're in the 20s. I feel like I'm a part of, like, I'm history. I need to be in a museum. Yeah. Like, I would like people to know me. You know what I'm saying? Take pictures with me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you see me, don't be afraid to ask for an autograph. Because <laughs> I was there in the 90s. <laughs> like, don't be afraid. Like, come holla at me, for real. Like, I don't mind kissing babies, signing shirts, doing whatever I got to do. Holla at a girl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's a big decade. I feel like as it was turning, you know, like, happy 2020, whatever, mm-hmm. Um I feel like it was such a big time to reflect mm-hmm. on, you know, the past few years. And even last year, I feel like it was so big for me, you know, just like graduating and, you know, like 
doing so many big girl things, mm-hmm. you know, like I think it was it was like I felt so blessed and so yeah. grateful to be you know, to be going through that, you know, that those years. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I mean, obviously you reflect on good things, you reflect on bad things and you just think like I wonder what this new year, new decade is going to bring me, you mm-hmm. know? Like you think of a of like where you'll be well it's 2020 but like you think well you're being like 10 years from now you're like wow like Mm -hmm. 2010 to 2020 just like flew by pretty much for real you know i feel so much growth Mm -hmm. like sometimes i sit back and i reflect you know uh, and, and it is very important to reflect as you know as we get older mm-hmm. and all that stuff like that it's very important to reflect because sometimes you'll feel like you're in life and you feel like shit is not going the way I want it to go like yeah. this shit is so difficult I just want to create and be heard and be seen and all that stuff like that so that's why it's very important to reflect because you have accomplished a lot you know even yeah. if it's um something that you may consider little mm-hmm. somebody else consider that to be big mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I really allowed myself to reflect and allowed myself to not just reflect but really feel those feelings mm-hmm. that I probably should have felt mm-hmm. when I was going through a hard time in my life mm-hmm. but I didn't allow myself to feel it yeah. because um I felt like I needed to be strong during that time. So I really allowed myself to, of course, I didn't reflect back on every single thing. I reflected back on maybe like a certain situation that may have popped in my head. Previously, I would remove those thoughts out of my head and just be like, oh, fucking well. I got through it. It's whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm here. But those moments in my life really... You know, I wouldn't say traumatized me, but I did not allow myself to either heal or really live in that moment mm-hmm. and understand what I was going through and understand how it was negatively affecting me mm-hmm. uh, at that time. So um, just just entering this year, I allowed myself to feel those feelings I should have felt during that time. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, just as adults, please reflect Please be sure to, you know, allow yourself to feel those feelings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I think think, um, when it comes to certain situations where you feel like it's the end of the world or you feel like you can't go on anymore, all Mm -hmm. you can do is be strong. Like, you don't have have time to be, you know, as we perceive weakness, you know, Mm -hmm. is to be in our feelings. Like, all you can do is just move on. It's like that, you know, like... um, like that defensive mechanism, you know, mm-hmm. that we may have. So, <clears throat> so I, I agree, and I props to you for feeling, you know, for you allowing to. yourself to feel because I feel like a lot of people are scared of their emotions or are their feelings. Yeah, they're scary. Yeah, they are fucking scary because it's like, wait a minute, like no, I, I can't be vulnerable. I can't be. Mm-hmm. I can't be like I gotta move on. Like, mm-hmm. but no, like you need to heal. Yeah. You need to heal. Like, that's very important. You need to heal. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of us, especially in, you know, the black and brown community, we're we just happy that we made it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we're just happy that, shit, we got a roof over our head. We got food in our stomachs. There's other people out there doing worse. And so we automatically um, mute our pain yeah. because we're like, oh, these other things are louder. So 
Yeah. Oh I fucking mean, well, yeah. we shouldn't be allowing crying. ourselves to feel this way. Yeah. What the fuck are you crying about? Yeah. Like you have clothes on your back. There's other people who don't have clothes. But just because, um, like just because other people are going through something difficult doesn't mean that your pain isn't like uh, relevant. Right. So just allowing yourself to feel mm-hmm. is very important because mm-hmm. I, it got to a point in my life that I I was not very like in tune with any emotion. So I would see other people crying. I'd just be like, um, well, um, <laughs> look like you going through something difficult. Um, okay. Um, like you know what I'm saying like (laughs) and like that's not good that means I have removed myself from my emotions Mm -hmm. because I'm not even respecting how you feel Mm -hmm. so yeah so it's very important for you to reflect and get in tune with your emotions I love that do you think this new year of life you'll be more in tune with your emotions I mean I'm trying yeah. I'm most definitely trying. Of course, it's difficult because I've been taught not to mm-hmm. have those feelings. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just things that we grow up with. Right. You know, your parents, what the fuck are you crying for? Exactly. You know, why are you crying? I'll give you something to cry about. Like, that's very toxic. Yeah. Like, hearing things like that. Yeah, or yeah. being around th- people who believe in saying shit like that to their kids mm-hmm. or something like that. I give you something to cry about. Or making making crying or being in your feelings so like weird or or weak or weak exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, like I think it's very important. Sorry, y'all. Something very random just happens. <laughs> uh, but I think it's very important for us to you know feel those feelings. Yeah, I agree. for sure. I agree. For sure. Uh, I think for twenty twenty, um, I just want to learn how to do things new. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? So, so far, um, I've always had a shopping addiction. Um, I don't think that's ever going to change. Um, so, I'm not even going to lie to you. Yes. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. Uh, but I bet you got problems. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I, it comes to the point where, like, I get so excited for shopping. Like, like yesterday, I went to Home Depot. Like, who the fuck goes to Home Depot? But, like, I Bitch, bought Bitch, if I you would have took me. <sighs> I was about to buy... A new set of curtains. I don't even have the rod yet. I didn't even know they sold curtains at Home Depot. They do. They sell good ones. Oh, my God. I'm going. But I can't even go to the mall. Like, it comes to the point where I get excited to mm-hmm. go. Like, I like I feel like it's not a shopping trip until I buy something. Uh, and I have to buy something in order to feel like that was a good shopping trip. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I'm just like that. Like, yeah. I'm very, I'm like, send me the link. Um, I know. <laughs> I'm buying. I'm buying for sure. Like I love to buy. I love to shop. I love to like. That's all me. I love. And you know what? It's it's because you know it, it's not that I didn't grow up with anything. I grew up with enough. I got things that I want. I got for the most part. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna lie. Not for the most part. Let me stop fucking lying to y'all. Um, I I got things that I needed. Like you okay. know, you went school shopping. Um, and I'm, I'm very grateful that I was able to do that because not a lot of kids did. Uh, I used to roast Back them. To um, so disappointing to myself. Uh, but <laughs> old me, new me. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> but I'm also not in primary school anymore or elementary school. Uh, I like now that I make money and I'm able to buy the things that I want. Mm-hmm. 
But you can't tell me nothing. Yeah, exactly. You can't tell me nothing. My That's credit on card. Me. That's on like, me. Yeah. My credit card be like, please stop. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Like, literally, please. Yeah. It hurts. You're draining me. <laughs> like, my chest. <laughs> right? Like, this is the final straw. I know, I know. You're going to have to pay me back. Bitch. <laughs> and I, I look at it and I'm just like, excuse me, $500? <laughs> 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 um, uh, out of a $6,000 balance that I had? Um, let me fuck up that 500 because <laughs> everything else is already fucked up. Oh, my God. <laughs> let me fuck it up even more. <laughs> so I literally just go on like these. And I feel so satisfied afterwards. Yeah. Oh, my God. The feeling that you get. After you so see good. your shit is coming in, but it's never enough. No. Because I would literally be like, yo, I just bought this sweater. Now I need to buy shoes and socks to go with this. Like, this is ridiculous. So, it's never enough. It's never enough. Like, literally, literally. never enough. Literally. literally. It's okay. never enough. Damn. What about you? I don't know. Like, I feel like I love shopping so much. And I used to not like it that much when I was younger. Because I'm like, oh, like great. Going to the mall again. Yeah. It's like, you're right. Like, now that you have your own money, you like, you can do anything. Very true. Very true. You get whatever you want. You could splurge whatever exactly. you want. And I feel like before I used to be the kind of person where like I had a bad day. Um, I'm gonna buy something. That's me. That's me though. That's, until I this have day. not changed until this day. Oh my god. Well, here we are coming clean with our shopping addictions. This is not what I wanted to talk about, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm talking about this because I need a shopping buddy. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. We literally went to the mall last week. We bought so many things. <laughs> we bought sweaters, and then we found of a really cool um, website that was basically like where all the sales stuff of the store we like go to. And um, I haven't been back there since, but I did buy three things the other day. And it's mostly, I think, at night. Like, I just feel like an urge. Yes. And it's like, my card's already hooked up to my phone. Oops, did I just say that? <laughs> it's hooked up to everything. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and it's so easy. <laughs> yes, it really is. Because like before, it's like, oh, great, I have to type all these numbers. <laughs> but it's like now, it's like, okay, yeah, I do want to process the order. Thank you. I do it all the time. Oh, I God. do it all the time. I'm just like, I deserve that. Yeah. When has there ever been a time that I did not deserve it? Oh, my God. And then now I'll buy things uh, that I may have wanted as a child. Oh, my God. And it's like, I've been waiting years for this. I'm getting it. <laughs> like, like, that's my rationale. Like, I've been waiting years for this. I'm getting it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like my dad could buy it. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. And I'm going to flaunt my shit. <laughs> but then I think about it, like, when after I... I think about it, I'm like, but where am I going to go? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm going to go to work. That's true. And I'm going to swag on who? Who? Yeah, on who? Who? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I feel like we can revisit this topic, you know, in a few in a few months and see how that's going. Um, I'm, okay. I'm not going to say 
what I was going to say. Because what I was, were you going to say? I was going to say I'm pretty sure I'm going to still have a shopping addiction. No, you have to change. See, this is no. the thing about the new decade. Like, you have to change your toxic behaviors that you used to have before. Like me. But I've already changed. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. You? What? What about you? I I feel like I've already, I've already changed. Like I already told myself that I will. What? Am, well, okay. First of all, <laughs> don't don't let this podcast turn into a fight. Okay, straight up because I got hands for days. Okay, straight up. <laughs> but I I feel like I feel like uh like I've already changed. Like I've already told myself that I was gonna do my best to do something new this year, and I've already did that. Like I started journaling. Oh, okay. See, that's where the that's where. Well, that was my 2019. That, that was my was... 2019. For my 2020, I started doing, uh, making beaded necklaces. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've made probably 20 or 30 that's so really far. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What so. are your plans for like midsummer or something? Will you still be continue to bead? Yeah, I'm probably gonna continue to be a bitch bought a motherfucking uh, sewing machine. Oh, yes, and that bitch is right on the floor behind you. Uh. <laughs> I love just the opportunity of getting to learn new things. Yeah, I, like, think... I feel like me. I want to get into sewing a little more. Come over. Yeah, I think I want to get into sewing a little more, um, and also like bedazzling things. Mm. Like I want to bedazzle my own um, phone case. And I feel like I, I would be really good at it. Mm-hmm. And I know I would get a lot of compliments. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do it. Do it. Another thing that I want to do, I think also journaling a little more. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like planners really work for me. I'm a Capricorn, so I love to plan things. If an Outlook calendar invite is not there, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to start doing more things on my planner, but also like writing down a little bit more of my feelings mm-hmm. and also like checking in on myself like mm-hmm. what happened during the day or you know what happened during the week and how did it make me feel yeah i think that's good stuff i think yeah so uh i'm doing sewing mm-hmm. and maybe embroidering oh embroidering. yeah so and tailoring tailoring wow. like my clothes and stuff oh like that. okay that's good so, so I'm, you can I'm, do my clothes yeah, I got you. I'll add uh, spandex or little elastic, <laughs> little elastic bands. A bra, <laughs> a bra, a bra inside of my shirt. Boom! I got you, sis. Oh my God, I got you. I love that. I got you. But like, it's really important for us. No, like, it is. You know, being out of school and you're like, it's not that you stop learning. It's just like you're not learning as much. Yeah. You know, like you really have to go out there and, and, and like I love learning. Like I, I learn every day. Yeah, yeah. But um, I want to like learn like useful things. Like I feel like I should have been taught sewing in high school. Mm-hmm. Like I, you should be able to know, like I want to be able to make my own clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, And don't judge me, but don't I want to. her. <laughs> please don't. I want to catch like my own food. Oh, like go fishing or something like that. Oh yeah. yeah. What about what do you feel about like hunting and stuff? Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to like shoot an animal. Yeah. But then I've also seen people fish, and I've seen people hit like their fish with bats or like yeah. to like knock them out. Uh-huh. Um, I think I would just let my shit flap around until I die. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't have the heart to kill. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, (laughs) like gangster stomp it. Like I can't Timberland boots. (laughs) Yeah, stomp it out. Like I don't know if I'd be able to do that. But I want to do my own fishing game. Like I want to. Like I want to catch and eat my own food. As long as it's like ethical, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And maybe I'll get to hunt. Like 
maybe, but I don't know anybody that I would trust. <laughs> no, especially not here. Yeah, for real. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, Jennifer just got shot in the back of her head. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that would I, be the worst way. That's the worst way to go. Let yeah, me tell you. For, oh, is it? I mean, I think like obviously, how bad would it look if like a black woman went to go like hunting with a bunch of like Alaskan hicks? Oh, true. You know what I mean? True, true. I would have to be, like, really comfortable around that person. That's going to go, be hard. Like, I wouldn't just be able to go hunting with anybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's just anybody. Because I'm not saying that, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, yes, I understand um, that I am a black woman. And <laughs> the majority of the people that live in Alaska who go hunting is not black. Uh, I-, I think I'll be <laughs> I will be scared as hell. Yeah. <laughs> to, like, go hunting. Very intimidating. And, yeah. Yeah, because there's guns, rifles, things oh that shoot mad long. Oh, God. Um, but, yes, yes, most definitely, like, I'll be... But fishing, like, you know, I wouldn't mind going fishing. Yeah, fishing with, sounds, like, easy, you know? Like, yeah. Like, not as, like, hard to Maybe keep. not, never mind. A bitch can't swim. Oh. Yeah, maybe that. You know what? I think I'm just going to start cooking more food at yeah. home. Yeah. Let's start doing I, that. Let's start there. Maybe in the next decade it can bring. Maybe the next day. Once, um, once like, um, World War Three comes by and, like. Please, let's not speak that to Oh, my God. Anxiety? <laughs> Through the max. <laughs> Through the max. You were, away, you, were, you were away in uh, Mexico mm-hmm. when that whole thing happened. Like, how did you feel when you woke up and you saw it? Well, let me tell you. So, I learned about everything going on um, about World War Three, And, like, you know, people have been joking about World War Three for, like, years now. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, this time it felt real because, like, you actually saw, like, troops being deployed and everything. And mm-hmm. I feel like Twitter, the Twitter community, please don't drag me or cancel mm-hmm. me. Um, they just blow a lot of things up, mm-hmm. especially because, like, a lot of people can be in their feelings and, like, that tweet gets, an a, a, like, attention and then a lot of people retweet that shit and it's, like, it could be false information mm-hmm. or misinformed, you know? And I feel like that's kind of what happened with the information I was seeing because in my head, once I, like, was on my way flying back here, I was like, okay, maybe I won't even land, Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm in the air. Like, that's just such a vulnerable position to be in. Yeah. Especially with everything going on with the missiles. Like, I'm not even joking. I was really nervous flying back here. And yeah. just, like, learning about, like, oh, my God, I'm going to, like, touch down in the United States. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going to happen to me and my family in a month from now? You know, like, yeah. with how things are going and, like, missiles are going to be deployed and, like, tanks are being in San Antonio. Like, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. But it's, like, okay, like, that's the lower 48. But it's, like, here we still have, like... Air Force bases and military bases, sorry. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it just felt that much real. Yeah. And just knowing that, like, I don't know, like, um, Alaska's so close and it's, I mean, mm-hmm. every we're exposed anywhere we go, really. Yeah. You know, and it's like anything can happen. So yeah. it was it was definitely scary and it definitely, definitely made me think, like, what's gonna happen to me what's gonna happen to my family Mm -hmm. like um just thinking of like my family and my friends here like you kind of wish that you could have like everybody under one roof Mm -hmm. so you can like in a game plan Mm -hmm. yeah in a game plan because like i don't know like about like doomsday preppers Mm -hmm. you you hear these things and you're like oh whatever that's not gonna happen right but it's like now you're like seeing it and hearing it about it and it's like Wow, they're actually onto something. Yeah. You know? Like, they, yeah. they can their food. You're laughing at us. They yeah. live in, like, a fucking bunker. They live underground. They mm-hmm. have, like, air. They have light down there. And it's, like, 
I mean, I'm not saying that it's like a completely ridiculous idea, but it's like it wouldn't hurt to have some sort of plan, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like the other day I went to like an emergency, um, emergency, I don't want to say like emergency department, but it was like a big, um, it was like a department within the state here in Alaska. And they were having a presentation and they were talking about like you know prepping for like a flood an earthquake or like some sort of like climate thing going on um snowed in whatever and it's like it just made me think like my family doesn't have like a plan of action Mm -hmm. if something were to happen like sure there's resources online but it's like when do you actually like look at them Mm -hmm. you know like nobody's ever told you to look at these things online right and um i guess maybe in like my community being like mexican-american or sorry mexican like you don't think about those things because you're too busy thinking about like what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. you know for work or like you know worried about things to that are currently happening right now you're not worried about like i don't know some sort of like apocalypse or Mm -hmm. like and then okay sorry i'm getting too excited about the coronavirus but Mm -hmm. it's like you think about things like that and it's like it's real yeah you know what i mean yeah epidemics happen all the time yeah yeah i think when i first saw the um World, World War Three, uh, thing. I honestly, so when I woke up and I went on Instagram, and a, a a bitch was dying. Like I was dying at all the memes and the jokes, but I had no clue what had happened with the 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 airstrike that killed the general. Oh yeah. So I did. I had. Yeah. I was completely ignorant to the whole situation. And I'm over here looking at memes after memes, and I'm, like, just laughing because I had no clue what happened. Yeah. And I think um, I also follow Sean King on um, Instagram, and I didn't understand until I saw his post. And his post was like, yo, like, look at all these people who really love this general. Yeah. And that the airstrike killed. And I was like, oh, like, this is, like, this is not a joke. This no, is yeah. something very serious. So I started reading up on it and stuff like that. And I saw that, you know, America had basically murdered a uh, um, a, a, a top general mm-hmm. um, in Iran. And then I was like, oh, my God, like, this is serious. So all the videos that I was seeing were people actually at that time being, you know, deployed and yeah. all that stuff. Like, So it went from it being super funny because I just thought it was like, a thing Mm -hmm. to it being real like real yeah like i just thought it was like a funny thing that because like you said we've been talking about it for years yeah every little thing yeah we've been talking about it for years and honestly i felt like we were so close or still is very close to this being like a real thing yeah like i feel like we are so unprepared like not even just like as individuals but as our country Mm -hmm. because i mean russia really played us like you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. they fucked with us so good that i had like dame dash was talking about it earlier today um in the breakfast club interview Mm -hmm. when he was like yo russia played us from the inside like they helped elect a dumbass for (laughs) the president and is sitting back laughing at us because he they know that he's him his him himself is gonna like destroy this country. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, that is so fu-. like they didn't kill nobody. Yeah. They didn't shoot nobody. They didn't threaten us with 
they put a bomb in the fucking office. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So with that, with him being our president, he should not be named. Um, and with, you know, this thing happening in Iran, I was like, yo, like, this is like real. Yeah. And like you said, if anything was to happen, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Like, how do we defend ourselves? Mm-hmm. Like, what is that plan? Mm-hmm. And I was like, my goodness, like, I can't even imagine living in war. Yeah. But then I sat back and I thought about it. And I was like, Iran has been in war since, like, the 70s. Mm-hmm. And their country has been unable to rebuild because of all of the greedy people mm-hmm. who have been in their country killing and slaughtering people. And I'm just like, I don't even know what I would do if my life would be like this. Yeah. And that's a scary thought that's to have. That's scary. And I've been ha- and I've now like I I've been having like anxiety attacks. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just thinking about it, like I get very anxious. Mm-hmm. I get really nervous. And like you said, like when you look at those doomsday doomsday preppers, it's not even funny anymore. No. Now I'm sitting <laughs> watching these YouTube videos like taking notes. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, how many cans does a bitch have in her cupboards? Mm-hmm. Can I open a can without a can opener? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How many bottles of whiskeys do I have? Yeah. <laughs> you know it's saying? like, so. it, it feels real thinking about like, oh, what, what would I do if something were to happen tonight or tomorrow morning? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, it makes you think like, what do I have around me? Mm-hmm. Obviously, power is going to go out. Right. Heat, like, your gas is going to go out. Like, you're mm-hmm. not going to have like warmth. Right. So it's like, what's going to happen? Am right. I prepared? Like, mm-hmm. what am I going to do? Right. It's, like, things like that that I, I feel like it gets too real. And I feel like, I don't know. I've talked about this before on here where, like, I feel like social media is to blame for so many things. But I feel mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like, we have so much freedom in, like, what we get to watch and what we get to do. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like I did see those memes, you know, and I did mm-hmm. feel like they were very insensitive because I learned what was going on before I saw the memes. Right. And so I feel like the memes were coming from someone who was very privileged and they don't know what war looks like and they mm-hmm. probably read something somewhere about World War Three, and they're like, this would be so funny. Yeah. You know, this would be so funny if mm-hmm. I make this and then it, it gets so much, but it's like, I, I don't know, like I feel like what do we do as a society when it comes to real actual things happening, mm-hmm. you know, like, can we learn from social media? Can we learn, like, on social media? Can we learn what's going on? And, like, mm-hmm. what, like, how do we direct our time when it comes to these things, you right. know? Mm-hmm. Like, and with these big issues and to prepare for something this big, you know, what what do you do there, you right. know? Because it's, like, it's not like there's, like, vloggers, you know, in places where there is war 24-7 that can mm-hmm. tell you what's happening. Right. You know? And like, I'm just saying that in a way that, like, can, like, simplify it to someone who looks up to influencers and looks up to vloggers or whatever you know Mm -hmm. and like i don't know like i feel troubled i feel like what would we really do as a society if something were to really pop off yeah i mean we've we've seen it though like we've seen you know the world trade center happen yeah but social media wasn't a thing then no no it wasn't it wasn't but we've seen what our country did and how I feel like, and even with Katrina, um, and how, like, the government really didn't help much. Yeah. Like, how they literally, it literally felt like they, like, 
when people talk about America, they always talk about us being like giving and mm-hmm. always there to help. But when you look at like the Katrina, the Hurricane Katrina situation, it it was it was like a disaster. It was mm-hmm. it was like our country wasn't even there to help our own people. That's true. So it's like, like I don't I don't know. Like you said, like I don't I don't even know how would how preparing for that, mm-hmm. or I can't even imagine what I would do in any type of war situation. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it gives me anxiety all the time. Like thinking yeah. about it really, you know, acts up. Yeah, you know, um, my feelings and and it. I, I can't even like that shit is scary. Yeah, that shit is scary. It's really really scary. Yeah, uh, if you got a plan, please send it to me. Um, Let us know what you have in place. Please, please, and <laughs> please, have enough please, food please. for me. Please, <laughs> I beg you. Wow, <laughs> I beg you. I really do. A <laughs> bitch is scared. But you mentioned the. Zika virus? <laughs> it's called coronavirus. Corona. And it has taken, um, from what I understand as of the moment, six lives so far, but obviously many have been affected. Uh-huh. Um, it started in, um, I don't know how to pronounce it, but someplace in China. And as from what I know now, the people there have been quarantined, like the whole village or town has been quarantined. Uh-huh. And there has been cases in what, like Japan... I think mm-hmm. Indonesia, Mexico, mm-hmm. I know. Um, here in the United States, there's two. One in Washington and one in Chicago. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that's from what, I, from what I'm hearing. Um, wow. Yeah, China reported 15 deaths in one day. Oh, my God, 15 deaths. That is, like, crazy. Do you yeah. know much about it? Um, honestly, I feel like these kind of epidemics, like they, they, like you said, happen every time, but Mm -hmm. like they get very popular. Mm -hmm. And the last one that I heard about was like the swine flu. And I was like, how, how the fuck did a, like a, like a, like these epidemics start because like there's like animal and person contact, Mm -hmm. but how the fuck does that start? Like, does the animal like touch you? Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't know much about it. I know that obviously it was like through like, I don't know. It started in that town, so it could have been from, um, I don't know, like a bird or a, or a pig or um, mm-hmm. some sort of cow, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like we have a coronavirus in Alaska. Wait, no, that's not true. Oh, okay. You can't be spreading false information. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking at the maps, and I'm just, I just Googled it. Um, yes, I heard about it. Uh, when I was at work, uh, while I was like, of course, like at work and I was reading up on things, just I always read the news while I'm at work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew it transferred over to um, America, but I didn't yeah. know how deadly it was. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Um, and I believe, um, I believe that... Um, they were checking a lot of oh no it's okay they were checking a lot of people from coming from china so a lot of flights you know that were affected because airports are fucking disgusting very people don't wash their hands people mm-hmm. cough freely on planes you I know mean, and also it's such a, st- a tight place yeah and uh you have tons of people come in from all over i used to be i you know when i used to see people in the the airport with the the mask yeah i'm like yo shorty you doing the most but now take that mask off but now i want to go in there with a whole bodysuit like from like monsters inc 
when homeboys came out with like a sock on his back and the, the whole they had to quarantine him and dude came out with, with a yellow suit yeah. i want a yellow suit oh my God. <laughs> like with a little oxygen book bag yeah <laughs> like i don't want to touch anybody anytime i go to the airport i don't i don't even like eating the food at the airport yeah i don't even like eating the food at the airport so i can't even i think the worst airport i've ever been to was seattle and the only reason why I said Seattle was the worst airport, not because literally it is, but also if you live in Alaska, if you're doing like a connected flight, the majority of the people have to go through Seattle. So Seattle yeah, is true. Seattle's airport is very busy. Very. And that shit is beaded. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, beat. She's fucking beat. So yeah, the airport is the airport is one of the like dirtiest places ever. Yeah. So I can see how it, it got here. Yeah. So, quickly. so next time we do a podcast, we'll talk about the coronavirus and see how that's going. Yeah, for sure. We'll most definitely do a little update to let y'all know, um, one, we still alive, and yep. two, what the fuck is that? And also, um, we're trying to make more social media um, accounts for this podcast. Um, so... Um, please follow us on that. Please follow when us. When we make them. When we but make- just to let y'all know right now... Uh, we do have a motherfucking email. So we will be doing listener letters. Um, if you have uh, any problems in your life and you need advice, or if you just want to shoot the shit and you want us to read it live on air, we would be more than happy to do so. All you got to do is email us at askmentalmarathon at gmail.com. Again, that's ask, A-S-K, not ass, ask mental marathon at gmail.com they got it (laughs) and we'll be waiting for all the wonderful fan mail that you send us Mm -hmm. and letters that you send us because we look forward to reading them or i don't know offering advice or suggestions because we're just so full of them please do please do and i'll be more than happy to put my two cent in on anybody's situation (laughs) anybody's situation you want to talk about your kids or if you want us to air somebody out we will do that we will we will we will drop the addy Mm -hmm. we will we'll do it we will but until next time family please peace love and soul (laughs) (laughs) life is a motherfucking what mental marathon Thank you, guys. Bitch, you're way wrong. <laughs> you're way wrong. What was it? I was supposed to say, life is a motherfucker. What? You're supposed to say marathon. And I was supposed to say, and no one's going to run it for you. Well, that's embarrassing. You just had me do that. Like, I thought, you, I thought, I thought tell we were connected. Me. I really did. No, we're but not. I feel, I feel the connection has gone. Oh, my um, God. Until next year, you guys. I wish we had an <laughs> editing button. <laughs> but we'll holla at you guys later. We love you guys. And please, send us emails. We'll be more than happy to air our shit out. On... That's why we made it. Yeah, please. Please. I beg you. But until next time, y'all, we love y'all.